times. The hard times, good times, and they all come and go. We got to enjoy it all the time. And especially like the present time because truly like there's no other time. Yeah, they don't exist. All <laughs> yeah. we got is right now. For me, I know this. I notice that I'm more anxious when I'm yeah. completely focused on the future. I become very depressed when I'm focused on my past <laughs> because yeah. I'm no longer there. But when I'm in my when I'm in my zone of now and I'm intentional about my now, I get a lot of happiness and joy because joy is like. Welcome to the Be More Happy Show. I'm your host, Morris Shaston, confidence coach to bold introverts. To help introverts overcome fear and maximize their performance so they can excel and extroverted careers to feel good about themselves. I have my friend, Sierra McNair on the podcast. She's an aspiring podcaster and she's out there doing her thing. So how, how are you, Sierra? I am doing well. You know, I, I, I feel... Really, really happy to be here. Uh, thank you for having me. It, it, I feel like we about to have some more dope conversation. So I'm excited. I'm excited. How Absolutely. are you doing? Very good. Thank you. It's so, you, it's you, so funny. Most most people never ask me how, <laughs> like guests, never yeah. ask the host how they're doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to know how you're doing. So I, nice. That is so yeah. nice. So Sierra, yeah. where, where are you from? You're in Florida, right? I am in Florida, born and raised in this sunny state that's usually rainy. Um, I'm hoping we get a little bit of fall and a little bit of winter this year. Um, but yes, I am a born and raised Floridian through and through. I think I'm ready to venture out of Florida a little bit. Um, I just want to be sure of where I want to go. Um, because I think where you like raise kids and everything, it's really important to know like you've done your research on that area and you get just like, Oh, Atlanta sounds cool. Like you, <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. I have, living? so my oldest is my daughter. She's nine years old. She just turned nine. Um, and then we have two boys and they are three, almost four and almost one. So he's nine months old, the baby. And last night was rough because my baby is teething. And I had to go throw on some makeup because I got bags under my eyes because he was just waking up and giving him Tylenol right now is like, what are you doing? Don't put that thing in my mouth. I don't want that. Um, I love babies. So, yeah, yeah, they're great. But when they teethe in, it didn't feel so great. So, but yeah. (laughs) So the Be Mo Happy show, I like that. Be Mo Happy because we all need to be Mo Happy. And that's. I think that's my thing in the word be. For me, the word be is very intentional. And intentional is my word for my podcast. Intentional is my word for my life. Because when we aren't intentional, we find ourselves just floating. And then we look up and we realize that we've been like on this hamster wheel for X amount of time. And a lot of people tell me like, I I can't believe you're 28, Sierra because you seem so much more wise than the number that you are. And I'm not sure why I matured the way I did. I'm not sure why I am so aware the way that I am. Um, I take it as a blessing. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know? you're, old, you're old soul. I am, an, I am an old soul. And I've always been able to uh, have great conversation with people, whether they're 80 years old or two years old. Like, I just all around match, but it's, I think it's because I 
like you said, I be, like I choose, I choose these things because when we just let things happen, um, it's kind of out of our control. And I know if I'm being realistic, we don't have too much control over so much as we think we do. If that makes sense. Like, I, I think we think we have so much control over life and we don't. There's a little thing that we have control over, like the job that we're in, the person that we marry, the, uh, but life throws curveballs. And I'm all for in those curveballs. You like awesome. how I tie it? You like you like how I, I tie it in? <laughs> I love it a lot. That is so cool. <laughs> it's true though, man. You know those hard times. And they come. The hard times, good times, they all come and go. You know what I mean? They but do. We gotta enjoy it all the time. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. and especially like the present time, because truly, like there's no other time. Because yeah, they don't <laughs> exist. All yeah. we got is right now. Oh yesterday is gone and we can think about it but it's no longer here we can't live there because then we won't be in the present i love the the, the quote like there's nothing pre- like the biggest present that we have is the present like mm-hmm. if we truly get out of the future if we truly get out of the past and see where we and that doesn't mean like don't plan for the future but don't live in the future like those are yeah. two different intentions. Like when you're just stuck in what will be, you become very. For me, I know this. I notice that I'm more anxious when I'm yeah. completely focused on the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I become very depressed when I'm focused on my past <laughs> because yeah. I'm no longer there. But when I'm in my when I'm in my zone of now and I'm intentional about my now, I get a lot of happiness and joy because joy is like nobody can take that from me you know like that that's mine i've done the work for my joy you ain't taking that from me <laughs> that is so cool like I, yeah. I I love how you said that because i wish more and more people <laughs> understood the importance of that and not absolutely living in the past you know like i, mm. have, I have family members that hold grudges and resentment for for years yeah. you know and i'm and like, don't man, realize like, wow. that it's hurting them more yeah. than it's hurting the person you mad at right Exactly, yeah, because like, they probably don't. Maybe I'm it. I'm over here living. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm. Man, that's yeah, so cool. So, uh, so, would you consider yourself an introvert? If I'm being honest, I'm an extrovert. You know, yeah. um, I'm an extrovert in the sense of that when I am put into the situation, I thrive in it. I'm an introvert in the sense that I don't necessarily like to put myself in the situation. So if I can, I'll stay in my crab, my, my little shell. I'm, I'm happy being in my shell. But when I'm in the moment where I have to like come out of my shell, I also thrive. And I know how to become almost like, I don't want to say main character energy, because <laughs> that's what my little, my brother-in-law says. Like no, you got main good. character energy. But it almost seems that like when it, when it's necessary, I know when to shine. But I also know when it's time for someone else's light to shine. Um, so I have my moments of like, okay, I'm ready to be in the house. Don't ask too much of me. I've exerted what I have. Yeah. But I also know that when it's time for me to be out and shine, I can. And that's okay to shine. I think a lot of people get scared of their light or like it's bad to shine their light. And I don't believe that. Like we were born all uniquely to have our own, like every star shines. You know, that makes sense. <laughs> like 100%, every, yes. every, every star is, every star shines 
at its own at its own way, whether it's a small star, a big star, whether it's about to be a black hole, who knows? But we all have our moment to like shine and I'm not dimming the next person's light because of my own. I'm a intro extrovert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely say a little a little of both. A little bit of both. You know, a little bit of both. Yeah. Coming up, I was a more of an introvert. I was more of an extrovert growing up because I struggled with learning disabilities. So I even to this day, I still have ADHD. Because of that, I thought I had to overcompensate in friendships to get them to like me. So I was in everyone's face. Like I was super, I wasn't loud, but I was just always present. Like I was always trying to be in the mix. I was trying to always be, even if I was like third wheel, at least I was a tricycle. You know, like, so I, yeah. I forced that on myself. And now that I'm an adult and I realize, like, Sarah, you're good enough all by yourself, even with the learning disabilities, even if you don't have the same vocabulary as the smartest person in the world, you're good enough and who you are is enough. And so now I'm okay being an introvert. Like, now I'm okay having a small circle because I realize my worth. Um, not saying that extroverts aren't worth, like, that's not what I'm saying. No, just more know, so, no. like, yeah, you get what I'm saying. You get I, I, what I'm I saying. Wanted, yeah, it's more like you understand yourself better, right? And boundaries in your boundaries. peace. That's, you know, yeah. What I mean? like, Ooh, gotta protect the peace. Gotta protect the <laughs> peace. Absolutely. You know, like some people just be toxic, and you don't want to mm-hmm. gossip and all that BS. No, go play. Hey, I've been having that con- <laughs> yeah. I've been having that conversation a lot because in in my twenties, I found it. I, I'm finding it hard to make friends, um, even being such the lovely person that people say that I am and that I know that I am. It's hard to make meaningful connections at this age um, because a lot of connections are made through Internet at this point or through hobbies. And me being a mom and a wife, I don't really partake in hobbies a lot or so the friends that I have around me, I set those boundaries. I protect my peace, but it's also I don't like meaning meaningless friendships or relationships. Right, um, right. And a lot of people think that's weird, but I'm not going to pour into someone that I'm not getting what I need out of the relationship. And that sounds selfish, and it is. <laughs> um, I want to be able to pour into you, and you can pour back into me rather than I'm always just giving everything that I have. And you shouldn't be giving me everything that you have either. So at the end of the day, we feel empty. We should both still be full and it feels like overflow from being with each other. And that's the type of friendships and relationships that I like to partake in now because I realize that's when I'm most at peace. When I have friends and it's just purely gossip or if I have friends and it's just purely like... um there's no true sustenance to the friendship. I don't I don't find I don't find that I feel full at the end of the day when I like look back on the time that we've spent together. I'm like, I could have did X, Y, and Z with this time. <laughs> <laughs> I wasted my time. I I, I get that. I, hey, yeah. like, that's so awesome that you're you're at a young age and you realize that, you know, and you you got those boundaries in place and now I'm like you're not entertaining yeah. no bullshit. Yeah. Relationships, yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah. I mean? yeah. So, <laughs> how do you make friends? Man, I, I truly don't have many friends. I have like maybe three people mm-hmm. that I that I could talk to. Call a friend, yeah. But 
for the most part, like I know a lot of people, but nobody really knows me on that deep level. Like, mm. you know, earlier you mentioned something about, I guess, expressing vulnerability on social media. And I feel like maybe that's something I need to do more of. You know, and I think that's where social media becomes detrimental because we see these TikTokers who go and set up their camera and then jump back in the bed and they're like, oh, like, come on, you got a whole camera set up. You're going to sit here and front like this for the world, <laughs> you know? And I think when people, what people truly relate to is the reality, like the ugliness, the prettiness, and it doesn't have to always be bad. But vulnerable is like, I'm going to let you see the moments where I'm struggling, maybe if it's mentally. I'm going to let you see the moments where I am good, because that is me being vulnerable as well. Vulnerable isn't always bad Mm -hmm. in my mind. Like people think like trauma is always bad or it has to be huge. There are certain like aspects to these words where it's like, no, vulnerable vulnerable means like I'm truly just being me, authentically me, you know? Um, so that's what I've come to realize in my 28 years on this earth. <laughs> that's cool, man. Yeah. That is awesome. I think that's a lot of my issue is not expressing mm. those vulnerable moments where, because Absolutely. I feel like it's just like highlights and it's not, mm. you know what I mean? It's not yes, both, yes, both yes. sides of it. You know what I mean? You yes. got to show all sides of At all sides. You know? And I think that especially us in this industry as podcasters, I think that's where we find our tribe because that's the people that like we can't say be more happy. And it's just them always seeing us happy because it's like, what are you telling me to be more happy for? You know, or for me, if I'm telling you to be have wisdom, I can't always be the smartest person. Like there's times where I've made mistakes and I've learned from them those mistakes. So maybe let me help you learn from my mistakes or we may make a mistake while I'm filming this episode and I'm gonna let you see that like the other day my son just walked into the camera while I was recording and I was like well that's the life of a mom <laughs> like <laughs> I and that's what it's people true. relate to because I'm not always in a quiet area I'm not always made up with makeup and my hair ready to go um and when we show people only that side, we become more AI versus like people. Like I, I just want so us to true. stay in touch with the people because AI is taking over. We can't be AI too. That makes me appreciate this a lot more because I feel like you're giving me a message that I need to hear. Mm, <laughs> you know I'm what so I mean? Glad. It's for a just, reason. You just know? your name alone, being all happy, has sent me a message. And I think I told you prior to like I am huge on gratitude. Um, I always take a moment out of my day to just stop and smell the roses that's around me. Even if it's just like, it can be like a horrible day. Like I could be trying to pay bills and everything, but it's like, I have a roof over my head, you know? And yes, there's a lot that comes into keeping this roof over my head, but I'm not on the street. <laughs> you know, yeah. It could be so much worse. So I find so much peace and gratitude and I, I used to find myself comparing my to a, a lot of friends, whether they were making six figures by the age of 25 already or content creators who don't have to work a nine to five like I do. And I would compare myself and I'm like, that's not my journey. You know, that, that's not meant for me. What's meant for me will find me. 
and I'll fully be able to be who I am in that. Um, and I'm grateful for where I am now because that's how I'll get to the next level. When I'm just constantly nagging and telling God that he's making so many mistakes, he's not going to give me what's really for me because I won't appreciate it. Right. Because once I get, when I get it, I'll still be nagging about what I don't have there versus yeah. like, Lord, I got breath in my lungs this morning. Lord, you woke me up this morning. Like that alone is enough to be grateful for. Yeah. And my beliefs may not be everyone else's beliefs. So I'm not pushing like, god or christianity or anything like that on people but that is what for me truly keeps me stable and my because i'm a very emotional being like i feel other people's emotions and i feel my emotions to like the 10th power um and i always have like my parents tell me all the time i've always been a very intuitive being i could tell with them when things were sour i could tell with me like it was just i'm always in tune with people in that way so to stay grateful because that can become very overwhelming <laughs> very quickly um i had to find the the little things around me so that's why i love the little things like oh wow that was like a little like i remember one time a little raindrop fell on the floor and it fell into a shape of a heart and that for me was just enough yeah, like you know that, those little magical, you know yeah those little signs or when i see a bird that's just tweeting in this like i just look and for the good versus looking for the bad like i just try to change my perspective um to keep my peace <laughs> practicing gratitude and the importance of it mm. and like the more and more you do it playing a guitar or an instrument you know the mm -hmm. more and more you do it the better and better you get at it and the more and more you're able to put yourself in a positive yep. state even whenever like you said earlier like you said something about writing bills or doing bills and yeah you know what i mean but you're still Mentally, state, yeah. you know what i mean so and that doesn't awesome. that doesn't mean right like people think like oh when i say this i'm always happy that's not what that means no um it, it does mean that i still feel struggle i still feel heartache i still feel pain just like a regular mm -hmm. human being because i am one but i don't let that control my outlook on life like i'm gonna have to someone once said what's happening to me is happening for me and mm -hmm. in that it means like this i can't see it now it doesn't feel good now but in the long run this is a part of my destiny that is going to you know like paint this beautiful picture that i don't even know that's coming yet so it doesn't feel good now and that's okay like it's okay to shed tears because i am a crybaby i am a huge crybaby i can cry on the drop of a dime no like if you told us if you said right now sierra cry i'd cry like that's <laughs> like that's just how I am as a person and it's because I feel my emotions and I allow myself to feel them mm -hmm. I just don't allow myself to let my emotions control me the way they used to because when I used to let my emotions control me I was very uh inconsolable I was like flying off at the mouth self-sabotaging I couldn't keep a friendship I couldn't keep a relationship because my emotions, whatever I felt in that moment, I would act on. And then once I finally got a moment to think properly, I realized that that wasn't the correct action to make. And now I've just cost myself X, Y, and Z. So I'm, I, every day I'm, and once again, here's my favorite word. I'm intentional about what I do. 
I'm intentional about intentional about who I come into interaction with because all of those little pieces play a factor into your everyday life. And like you said, you got to protect your peace. Like I, I got to do what's for me because if I'm not, I'm not going to be good and I can't pour into the people who need me. I love that. So the coaching thing, you think that's something in your future? I do. So in my life, if I can give you a little bit of backstory about me, um, I have always been a nurturer. Like since being a little girl, I would take care of bugs. Like I would cook, like I, there uh-huh. would be not, not like rep, like lizards and stuff. No, but like uh, butterflies or ladybugs or mm-hmm. um, things that I found beauty in, because let's be honest, if it's not beautiful to us, sometimes you don't get attracted to it. But when I would see someone hurt, my whole purpose in that moment would feel like to heal it. So for the longest, I couldn't, I thought my purpose was tied to an occupation. I, I, I was looking for a job to help me find my purpose because I thought that's what purpose meant. No one truly taught me what it meant to have purpose. So I looked, my, the first thing I wanted to do was I wanted to be a nurse. And my family for a very, very long time told me that that was where I was supposed to be. Like, I'm just, I'm the person that somebody would want next to them if they're taking their last breath or if they just entered into an emergency room. Like, my energy, my persona, the way I care for people, like, that's who we need in the medical field. And I went to go shadow in a hospital, and I was like, this is not for me. I love people, and I love healing them, but I I carried, I couldn't, I couldn't shake that, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't go home and not feel the pain from somebody being on maybe their last breath. Like that was a little too much. And I couldn't separate it because my emotions were too strong. And then from there, I wanted to be a psychologist because once again, I love helping people. So I thought maybe if I became a therapist, maybe if I were able to help somebody through their thought process, I would feel better. And that wasn't for me either. Um, I'm not someone who likes to sit behind a book and read 24-7. Once again, I have ADHD. (laughs) I struggled all throughout school, learning from first grade all the way until I graduated high school when I was diagnosed with ADHD at 17. I struggled. And that wasn't something that I found pleasure in. I, I, I know I could have challenged myself and I probably would have been extremely successful, However, I didn't want that, you know, like that just wasn't something that I wanted to do. So I stopped that and then I got pregnant. I had my baby and I had to kind of reevaluate life. And for the longest, I just started to find jobs that were like Chick-fil-A, working at a restaurant, like quick fills to get money, but didn't really fulfill me. And then I came into the year of 2018, 2017. Uh, my mother is a hairstylist, has always been. And so I grew up seeing that. And I remember wanting, not wanting to ever be a hairstylist because my mom was a hairstylist. And I was like, I'm already so much like her. Like, I got to find my own path. And someone was like, you're running from something that you just may be or that you may be great at. And so I did it. I went and I got my cosmetology license. And when I tell you it came to me with such ease, Not like sure. it just, it, it was like this, like the clients loved me. They were like, you're like a therapist. And I was like, whoa, 
And then they would get out of my chair and they would be like, oh my God, I look beautiful. I feel good. And it felt like the nursing aspect, right? Like I I was able to make people feel better and heal their boo-boo without having to see the blood. (laughs) And then this was 2019. (laughs) Yeah. This was 2019. Without the blood. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. So this was 2019. And entering 2020, I at the end of 2019, I found out I was pregnant right before I got my license to be a cosmetologist. And it was a high risk pregnancy. So I kind of had to fall back a little bit. And I did. Um, I got my license and I'm still a licensed cosmetologist. I'm not going to let that go because that's something really good to maintain. Um, And I love doing hair. But quickly after 2020 came and we all know what 2020 was. Pandemic that just shut the whole world down. And so with me being fresh out of school for cosmetology, and then I'm coming into trying to find a job, when it's time for me to find a job, everyone is like, do you have like any, any, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like work experience. And I had nothing to put on a resume. So no one was really wanting to hire me. Building clientele wasn't where it was just very, very filled with confusion. Like I was like, I couldn't pay bills on time because uh, one week I would have a million dollars. The next week I would have nothing. So it was just so unstable. And then I come into a place now where I realize out of all of these different occupations, the one thing that I wanted to do was heal people. What a way to heal people like coaching, where it's not like you have to sit down and get a degree for psychology where it's not like you have to be in a hospital room and stitch together their wounds. And it's not like hair where you're depending on someone else's income to be your income. This is a place where I fully get to be Sierra and heal somebody in a way that I still get to be me, you know, and that's what attracts somebody. And I get to heal the boo-boo. I get to help them feel better again. And their quality of life gets improved. So it has been something that I thought about, but I never thought I was enough to fill that position. Um, Until starting this podcast and everyone has been like, nah, dog, like you're missing out. Like, this is great. And keep doing your podcast, but there's more. And hearing someone confirm the thing that you tried to avoid your entire life because you thought with a learning disability, I couldn't go talking to somebody. Um, Or with dyslexia, I would probably stutter a million times or say, uh, a million times. Like nobody's going to want to sit in your audience. I still say, uh, all the time. Oh, uh, that's me and uh, our best friends. We are best friends. uh. I switched switched from uh to like. I say like a lot now. I I intentionally stopped saying uh, uh, but yeah. I replaced it with like. I say like so damn. <laughs> hey, that's that's how we break habits. We break habits with making different habits. That's, yeah, that's just, yeah, yeah. It's like oh, I don't I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, but now I'm like addicted to gym. That now that's my new habit. So that's just how yeah. life is. I love I love it's your fine. story. I love I love. It sounds like you thought about that a lot. How mm-hmm. you. You know, the nursing stuff's not for you. Yeah. You know, the, I the always psychology tried to figure out you, why know. nothing works. I yeah. get it. I, yeah. look, I worked at a place for almost 12 years till mm. I was almost 30. I decided I was 300 some pounds and I decided mm. to lose weight at that point. And after, after I lost, like, I think I lost probably about 80, 90 pounds or something like that. 
but I had gained confidence in myself to venture mm. out and try something else, you know, but it took me losing the weight to gain the confidence to actually do yeah. it. But I, I went on, I, I, I did machine work for a little bit and at first I loved it. Mm-hmm. But then after I mastered it, I was like, oh, this sucks. I need more. I'm missing, I'm missing, yeah, I'm missing something. Yeah. And so like, and at that point, like I was called to be a car salesman by, by a couple guys that work and then, you know, a couple of my friends. And I was like, dude, I cannot be a car salesman. I like to help people. I don't want to fuck people over. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I it's my hey. podcast, but and I, I don't this know how you feel podcast. about don't you <laughs> I don't want to be disrespectful towards you either by cursing. My husband curse all the time. <laughs> Oh, so we so we okay. See. Yes, you're not you're not offending me. Be who okay. you are. So I, I did the car salesman stuff, and once I started to learn that business and like how dirty and corrupt and just mm. how like they just fuck people over, you know, basically. Yeah. And I was like, man, this is not for me. Like, I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Like, I had real good success in it, and then I ended up going for real estate. And the same mm-hmm. thing happened for me. It was the artificial people that were in that business that truly like turned me off. I get no, it. No, I, I feel you. Got to go on many adventures to to discover and find yeah. who you are. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. I always wondered. I was like, why is nothing working out? Everything I think is going to be it. It just doesn't work out, and I just never understood that. I was like. I'm giving it my all and I'll see success from it temporarily, but it never is long term or I never feel, I think one of my favorite things I've said on a podcast episode, I said it earlier, like I didn't know what purpose was, right? I didn't, I was trying to find my purpose in an occupation because I thought that's like being a teacher was my purpose and it's not my purpose is healing people. Um, however, I'm able to heal people. It doesn't have to be tied to just an occupation or to just my podcast. Your purpose should always be carried with you is what I found out. Me knowing something, um, for example, when I started this podcast solo, the way I needed it to be put out into the world, the first time I filmed with someone, I told her, I know this is my purpose and not the podcast but the way that I'm about to be able to heal people through my podcast, because I feel full off of this. And like, I didn't have lunch. I didn't have anything, but I felt like I just ate a five course Thanksgiving meal and had two plates. Like you, I felt like crazy high. Huh? Like, absolutely. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't even, if I can, like, it wasn't even the high it was the the fullness that I felt like I don't need nothing else. Like this was it. Like the conversation that we're about, the way the people we're about to touch their lives, like this, this is it. Like I felt amazing. And I was like, okay, I know what purpose means now. Purpose is something that you always carry with you. And when you use it to its full potential, you find what we look for in so many jobs. Like, why is it always missing? What is, what do I need from here? So to, to find that, that is like, I feel, I feel full off of this conversation that we're having, even though my tummy's rumbling just a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, is it lunch time? What time is it? Um, no, but like, it, it brings me so much uh, satisfaction. And that's not something that I've found anywhere else, whether I'm being the top sales agent for my job, like that's nice, but there's more. 
Yeah. What what is it? There's more, and I wanted to find the more, and I I truly believe I found it in this community. That is so awesome. Mm-hmm. And look, I, I can't wait till you till you making that impact on people, ha- mm-hmm. having like coaching clients, and like you yeah. actually, I imagine that fulfillment because mm. you, you you helping somebody to to learn to love themselves and mm-hmm. accelerate in all aspects of their life. You know, like yeah. Very similar to what you're doing, very Mm -hmm. similar to what you're doing here, where Mm -hmm. you found your, your, your group of people that you want to reach and you are reaching them Um, because introverts are a special, a special person, you know, like we get very high social anxiety and teaching people through those because we don't talk about it too much. This is like, this podcast is needed. Like people need to hear how to intentionally be more happy like you can be who you are if you don't want to go socialize that's fine but find your way to be happy and i love that you're doing this so that's really dope you're so cool (laughs) (laughs) like seriously like on so many different levels i'm happy to be a part of this journey with you because moving forward i'm gonna be watching and 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 i'm gonna be with you like like, yeah i'm gonna be supporting you too you know let's you got a friend in me i don't know i'm excited to see where you're going to be at in a year from now you know because it's gonna Mm. it's not gonna be where you're at right now for sure because you're the kind of person that's working towards being Mm -hmm. better and doing better and and Mm. purpose you know and and intention man like that is I don't know you're amazing thank you thank you thank you that's awesome thank you so much for saying that it's nothing I I think another thing that we should, uh, I, I hate the term let's normalize because if you want something done, let it be done, you know, but I think it should be okay for people to receive reassurance without them seeming insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is something that the human body literally needs yeah. from a very young age to be reassured, to be held, to be loved. That is something that's necessary. And somebody having reassurance should be okay or wanting reassurance should be okay. So if there's any time that somebody comes up, like if you ever come up to me, you ask me like, Hey, see, like, does this sound like, am I really doing what I'm supposed to do in this podcast? Somebody just saying, yes, like keep going. Don't give up. That can be the one thing you need to keep going. That doesn't make you an insecure man or an insecure woman for wanting somebody to just say like, hey, even if it's in a relationship, like, yeah, I love you today. I know I didn't say it the way you wanted me to say it. Yes, I love you. That's okay. Um, And reassurance is huge because that's the push that people need because we're starting to doubt ourselves to keep going, you know? So thank you for saying that. That's, That's huge. That's big to me. That's so cool. I feel like some people are led by spirit, right? So like you'll mm-hmm. receive that message as mm-hmm. far as something like that, like keep going, you got it, you know, like, yeah. and it's because God wants you to know yeah. that you're on the right track and you need to go get that Absolutely. negative self-talk out your mind. and Yeah, push, you push can, them, you, you can know? do it and you will do it. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yep. Don't make me kick you in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, for sure. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, well, Sierra, anything else you want to share with the guests today? I've, I mean, I've had I guess, you here for a while now. I'm sorry. No, I, I, I've, I've absolutely loved this conversation, the one that we were having prior to the recording. Um, it's been really dope getting to know you um, and, once again, finding a friend in you. Um, so I will be supporting you 
And if you guys are interested in what I'm saying, or if you want to learn how to live intentionally, my podcast is the Wisdom Podcast. Um, what we do is what my prayer is for the podcast is that if I touch just one life where uh, it's like a pebble in the lake and it causes ripple effect for you to want to transform who you are to live the best version of who you are. Um, so we learn from the dumb mistakes. We laugh at the dumb mistakes and we love the dumb mistakes because that's where we gain wisdom. You can hop me over, hop me over. You can hop on over. <laughs> I post a lot on YouTube. Um, episodes will be now on Spotify. I, I'm glad to be a friend to multiple people and to be a light in someone's life. That's what I think God has called me for. So um, I hope to see you there, but it's been a pleasure and I am so honored to be on your show. Be mo happy. Um, you are genuinely a light as well. Your smile, your persona. Um, keep doing what you're doing because the world needs you too. So. Oh, Sierra, thank you. That means so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> it, it was incredible to have you on. You're amazing. <laughs> Sierra, thank you like, so much. 